Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will Yeah, they want to know. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. Oh, I said and. And, and I'm Lindsay Weber. You're just Lindsay Weber. Yeah, sorry. And Chriselle is not Lindsay. She's not. You me. are not either of them. No, she's also not another woman named Lindsay Hartley. Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Okay, got it. Chriselle, Chriselle Staus is not Lindsay Hartley, although they both have been in relationships with Justin Hartley. The Daily Mail made a mistake and said... Wait, Lindsay Hartley had also been in a relationship with Justin Hartley? Yes, that's what makes the whole thing even wilder. Wait, she so, kept his last name? They're not in a relationship anymore? No, no, she kept his last name. She kept his last name. It's a good last name. Uh, Kelly Monaco, and this is a Daily Mail headline, Kelly Monaco is temporarily replaced by General on General Hospital after suffering breathing problems as Lindsay Hartley will play Sam McCall Morgan on ABC Soap Opera. Also because Chriselle and, and this episode, woman are both soap people. or were Soap both. opera women. What? Justin Hartley loves soap opera women. Yeah, clearly. And so Daily Mail posted this story, but instead of posting a photo of Lindsay Hartley, they posted a photo of Chriselle Staus, and then Chriselle Staus responded to them and said, wrong woman. <laughs> wrong ex-wife, she wrote, which I took as just being like not her, not that that's, this is a totally different ex-wife of Justin Hartley's. Oh, I thought, why did I think it said wrong woman? I was just in my mind, in my fanfic, it just says wrong this woman, woman, wrong ex-wife. woman had also been married to Justin Hartley? Yes. What the fuck? We've talked about this because Justin yeah, Hartley well, has this very specific type. Sorry, I forgot a who was married to type. Justin Hartley. I'm out here trying to take over the Ellen show. I got to keep my Hartley straight. Hire Lindsay Bobby for Ellen. 
keep the name Ellen. You it's... can keep the name of the show Ellen, <laughs> but it's us. It's like if Lady Gaga's like finance entrepreneur boyfriend dumps her and is like, I'm sorry, I can only date musical artists who release songs called Chromatica 2. Like that's well, people just sometimes people have strange... very specific types. I almost actually kind of am like, I can understand the mix up. I'm like, well, I guess like whatever. Like you can't be mad at Daily Mail for that one. That's crazy. They have not fixed it though. Like the the photos of Chriselle are still covering the story. Well, they have other priorities. That's the sort of mistake we make. They're not checking the ads, being like, "Ugh, Chriselle Hartley added us again. We got to make this change." <laughs> what else happened? There's a lot of breaking news this morning. The Bella twins had their babies. Speaking of mix-ups, because they're twins. <laughs> well, they had they had them in different hospital. Well, they had them in different times. Different. Oh, days. I'm not saying they mix up the babies, but whoa, that'd be crazy. They are just twins, and I'm sure there was mix-ups. Yeah, they they remember they were pregnant at the same time for the last nine months because that's how long you're pregnant. They uh, welcomed their babies one day apart, which is honestly so crazy that it could because they have a reality show. It almost feels like it was uh, scripted. You can induce. You can induce. I know enough about pregnancy to know you can induce. Do you think they induce a day apart? I'm not saying they apart? induce. Well, hmm. I'm just saying I wouldn't put it past these people. I wouldn't put it past them at to all. Induce. Are you Although kidding? I feel like if they had actually induced, they would have induced on the same day. Can't you imagine like a production assistant from E being like, hey, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Nikki. Hi. You look so good. You're glowing. We had a question. <laughs> oh, no. I imagine them on the phone with the doctor being like, hey, so calling on behalf of. <laughs> Of the Bella Twins, we'd <laughs> love to get this induction date, induction, inducement. Um, <laughs> inducement. I like that it says trending with brie. Like brie cheese. Could mean so many things. Yeah. It could mean so many things. Larson, the cheese. Although we know Larson's YouTube channel is not trending. I was going to say, sweetie, brie Larson is not trending. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Her, her. Her YouTube, I I feel like it is peaked in terms of subscribers. It has hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Don't get me wrong. Peaked in terms but of I don't like, think I don't think she's getting a lot of action on that thing. She did that Animal Crossing. She did video. an exercise with her trainer. I mean, what is the point of this? And then she went on Twitter and then released a cover of the Taylor Swift song "The One," but only on on maybe Instagram on Twitter. Uh, put that on I was your like, YouTube. Bree, put that on your YouTube. Put it on your YouTube. That's what you do. I know. Put the you, cover on your if YouTube. You and I are out here trying to give Brie Larson like content advice about her in, about our YouTube channel. Things are not going Something's as well. Wrong. Yeah, I know. Something is wrong. Yeah. The other breaking news is that ongoing Ella news. DeGeneres. <laughs> ongoing news that won't stop. Our one nemesis might be replaced by our other nemesis uh, on their talk show the ellen show well these are that this is them news but i do feel like ellen could be replaced with a who if this all comes to fruition or like a who i think so too person because i'm seeing a lot of people nominate various talk showy people although apparently the rumors are like james corden is going to replace ellen but like he already has a show so that makes no sense to me on any that's level. what that's what blows my mind why he has 800 shows he already has a why show. does he need another he show? has a daily show like that doesn't make any sense to me at all and then he also has carpool karaoke and then he also has the cat sequel like he has plenty oh yeah let's replace a supposedly nice person with another supposedly nice person like d- haven't we learned anything from this thing these people aren't nice they suck <laughs> i think always be wary of people who say their thing as being nice i know I think the number one person who should clearly replace Ellen is Kiki Palmer. There's literally no 
better option yes. for she's them. She's getting a lot of she's getting a lot of traction and she's showing up on a lot of tweets because it's like she just had a talk show that got canceled for no reason. Right. On ABC. Right. Well, it was like that one hour of Good Morning Michael, America with Michael Strahan. Uh, Michael, Michael and Kiki and Sarah. And there was like Sarah. another who's the third? Sarah. It was Sarah and Michael and Kiki. Mm-hmm. And it, I guess just it wasn't it really Kiki. working. It just Everyone give likes it to Kiki. Kiki. We love Kiki. She's a great host. Who else do you well, think? Well, I mean, I think if it's if we're going if we're skewing young, I think we give it to Kiki. If we're skewing older, I think it should go to fucking the woman who should have gotten David Letterman, Amy Sedaris. Like, uh, give it to Amy Sedaris yeah. because people like her. She's silly. I don't know that Amy. The thing is, I don't know that Amy Sedaris would want to do that. I feel like Amy Sedaris would be like, I don't need that kind so of. We were work. talking about this on the Patreon. If you want to go listen to that about how Drew Barrymore also has a daily show, a, a daytime show coming out, and I'm like, who would want this job? Drew Barrymore wants this job since when? Like, it's just to me a a, a weird job that you wouldn't want. That could turn you, or probably will, 100 percent turn work. you into a monster, right? Yeah. Um, but the, the the to provide the context in case you've been under a rock, people are like there there have been the rumors for, I mean years and years and years, but specifically the past few months they've really you know hit a critical mass and started being reported publicly. Like Ellen is an asshole to everyone. Ellen is an asshole to people she works with. Ellen makes people not talk to her. Ellen is cruel. But now there were reports by like BuzzFeed News and Variety and Insider that it wasn't just Ellen being a dick to everyone and celebrities not liking Ellen, like being on Ellen's show. It's that the executive producers were actually like being abusive like and sexually harassing the employees so it's like a culture of toxicity that is the sort of thing that i don't that ellen is deciding uh, allegedly that she doesn't even want to deal with anymore so she's like this sucks like i just rather not do this anymore right so Um, but but this rumor this isn't this isn't fact this is rumor because people keep they keep going back and forth and saying some some sources say she's not leaving this show some sources mm -hmm. say she's leaving the show i can't imagine somebody as likely uh, annoyed with the whole situation who is known to be not a very nice person would want to continue to fake be nice and have to apologize and have to like kind of whatever because these rumors have been everyone knows. kind of like I, I for re- some reason I keep thinking of Kevin Spacey pre the abuse uh, allegations mm-hmm. like when everyone knew he was gay but no one knew he was gay like it was this weird thing where it was like if you knew you knew if you didn't you had no idea and would be totally shocked it kind of feels mm-hmm. like that type of Hollywood news where like everyone knew that Ellen was secretly mean except for the Ellen fans who had no idea and were living happily with Ellen every day of their life and like the show was wildly <laughs> successful right Mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. strange no, yeah. a very strange thing do you think that this all happened because people are so bored and they're craving the goss and then somebody just this is this is what i mean i think it's a i mean i think it's a combination of a lot of things but one of them is like people finally speaking out about their employers it's like finally like shutting down like the yeah the, yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah the systemic issues and like not being corporate scared. america and knowing that people will support them and believe them and believe them and that like the media machine of ellen isn't powerful enough to shut down yes. so many voices if enough come out and and we'll talk about it later in the episode but it's like it's the, it's similar to the vanessa morgan thing it's it's shades of vanessa morgan being like i'm going to speak up against the riverdale creators mm-hmm. and the riverdale producers mm-hmm. because like people are people are realizing that they can do that and they won't get like dumped on by the press or their fans they will be seen as like heroes mm-hmm. but it's also just like i think dakota johnson had a tiny bit to do with it because dakota johnson's oh. like open crew oh. open open um rudeness to ellen sort of gave people i don't know 
permission to speak about rumors that she's an asshole more openly. They're like, it looks like that's what Dakota's referencing. So... Well, I didn't even know you liked me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I like you. You knew I liked you. You've been on the show many times, and and don't I show like? (laughs) Yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come, so... This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Jonathan, your producer. Who said you were? I was invited? Why didn't I go? I don't know. That became a meme. You have people like Brad Garrett, and who else replied to him? Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson Zoe saying, mom. she is mean. She is, you know, God, she is nasty. Calling, I can't believe I just called Leah Thompson Zoe Deutsch's mom. I know, that was but like, Leah that's, a, that's the disease of this show right here. Yeah. Leah Thompson also responded to that and said, yep. I mean, I just think that it's like, no one It was is, like, true story. No, once you lose grip on the fear you or the power you had over, I mean, and it's funny because then you have Scooter Braun coming out here being like, Ellen is great. I love Ellen. And it's like, so people still... They, Look at the people coming out and saying right. they like Ellen. Like Scooter is hedging his bets that this will all go away and back to normal and mm-hmm. Ellen will still be powerful and whatever. And then you have people speaking out. I just, it's a fascinating reveal of a monolith almost kind of crumbling that you didn't think would ever be exposed like this. I didn't. Mm-hmm. It seems like Kiki Palmer is getting a lot of uh, a lot of press over like, well, a lot of tweets being like, because Replace Ellen is trending. Mm. Kiki Palmer got a lot. Tiffany Haddish got a lot. That woman who does the like Trump impersonations. What's her name? Sarah Cooper. Uh-huh. She got a lot of people tweeting about her. Can I mean, she... I think it's just Kiki okay. Palmer. Just someone who someone who actually oh, has. Oh, you know who got some tweets? People who... saying reply. Oh, uh, Juju B from Drag Race also got a bunch oh, of Juju tweets. Juju B from Drag Race. <laughs> She'd be so good. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> she would but I good. think Kiki Palmer, when you, when you want someone who has like the resume as well, like you kind of don't want to pick someone random like Sarah Cooper, as funny as she is on Twitter, because like her, her, her skills as a as an interviewer are not proven. Yeah. Whereas Kiki Palmer is a proven like oh, interviewer host. Yeah, I mean, I would say like the Ellen slot's a big slot. Maybe we just move up the ladder. We get Kelly Clarkson in that slot. We get you know Drew Barrymore where Kelly was, and we get Kiki Palmer where Drew Barrymore slot. I know these are all people on different networks, so it makes literally no sense. But you I get really what I'm like saying. the tweets that are like <laughs> we 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 cannot confuse the audience. We must replace the Ellen Show with someone named Ellen. <laughs> Um, Ellen uh, Ellen Page is like, don't look at me! Like another Ellen, gay Ellen. <laughs> Ellen Page like... is like, I will not. I will <laughs> not. Can you name Ellen another famous too. Ellen? Pompeo. She wouldn't do it. She's I don't busy. need that. I don't need Ellen Pompeo. Ellen Pompeo, Ellen Page, and Ellen And Ellen DeGeneres. Pompeo never would. Ellen Pompeo's, every interview Ellen Pompeo's ever done has been like, I love Grey's Anatomy. I have nothing but free time. Like, <laughs> she will never do this. You know who would do it? Who? Ellen Barkin. Oh. Ellen Barkin. All Ellen Barkin wants is a soapbox. You know, like, did someone say soapbox? Ellen is in. Ellen Barkin is like, did someone say famous Ellen's? Okay, speaking of speaking of Ellen Barkin, let's play famous birthdays game. Oh no. Who, did you search Who famous are the number rank the rank the top three famous Ellen's uh from one, two, three. And yes, they are all Ellen's we have mentioned so far on this segment. DeGeneres is one. Yes. Pompeo is two. That's true. Because of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy. Ellen Page is three, if you say That's we it. mentioned That's it. One, her. two, three. That's one, two, three. Where's Burstyn? 
Burston? Well, Burston, as in Age of Adeline's, Age of Adeline's mom, mm-hmm. is f- number 13. She's 87 years old, Ellen Burston. That's Ellen Barkin, so... who is 66. Oh, I who mixed is, up um, Ellen Burston you know, and Ellen Barkin. <laughs> Ellen Bur- Barkin, the one that you think should replace Ellen DeGeneres, is number 15. So she's okay. below Ellen Burston. I have to say, I thought when I was when I said Ellen Barkin, I meant Ellen Burston, but I stand by Ellen Barkin being the one to replace Ellen. The Ellen Burston is fine. She does, she's booked. Ellen Barkin would say something shocking in the first yeah, no, week. No, true. And totally offensive. Something just fully Totally off- offensive. offensive. Yeah. While trying to be... Ellen Barkin is a type of person who would think they're saying something incredibly progressive and like non-problematic that yeah. like in the complete right. wrong language and then get right. canceled in two seconds. Is there um, anyone under the age of 30 who's named Ellen and famous? No. They're all YouTube stars. Okay. They're like, all YouTube stars. I don't know stars. who they are. I'm looking at the famous Ellens and truly like I was like, there's got to be some famous Ellens I forgot. No. You know the woman who played like the grandma and uh, uh, the wedding singer and all those yeah, movies yeah, in the yeah. 90s where Her she played the old Ellen. lady? Uh, she died in two, 2015, but she was Ellen. <laughs> Ellen Dow. Yeah. Um, I don't really see any other famous. Ellen Travolta. I guess Ellen John Travolta's on mom. On a different list, we have Tyne Daly on here because her given name is Ellen, which I don't think should count. <laughs> but did you know that Tyne Daly's real name is Ellen? <laughs> They just changed the name of the show to Ellen, but with an asterisk. <laughs> Ellen Tyne Daly. <laughs> okay, we need to. And now your host, Tyne Daly. <laughs> <laughs> but the show is still called Ellen. The show is still called Ellen. Yeah. Hosted by Tyne. Right. Hi, everyone. My name is Tyne Daly, nay Ellen. <laughs> oh, that should be called nay Ellen. That's what the show should be called. And it's but it's hosted by Tyne and maybe Tim it's is oh you know Tyne Tim Daly. can be the Tim is like plays the piano and giggles the whole time like that's his role he's like the I don't know the oh the Paul guy Schaefer, who's like in the booth the Paul Schaefer of of the Ellen no but show. Ellen has a guy I forgot Ellen's guy's name moving we have to move on we have to get the show started let's start. let's move on let's move on let's move on so the first the first subject is a follow up to something we talked about last week because since talking about Vanessa Morgan's gender reveal for her baby, which is a boy. We know this because she had all of the balloons. Blue Everything smoke. was blue. No, That's blue, how it blue works. Smoke. Blue smoke. It was blue smoke, yeah. Blue smoke. Since then, or powder. some like very eagle-eye, eagle-eyed hooligans noticed that in her Instagram caption, she used I as the pronoun and everything. There was never a we. So she never really referenced her husband, the Michael Kopech. Yeah, we didn't notice that at who's all. Eight feet tall. To be fair, I didn't really like investigate nope. the um, Instagram as much as I almost actually almost mm-hmm. cut her from the episode because there really wasn't a lot wasn't as interesting. And I did forget while we were recording that the reason why we talked about this husband of Vanessa Morgan's was because he used to date Brielle Bierman, remember? And then when they <laughs> broke up, it was like this thing and he and then she he got together with Vanessa Morgan and married her. And I forgot to even mention that, which is like what makes him at all interesting. Otherwise, nope, not interesting. But nope, now not interesting. baseball doesn't make you interesting. Right. But now what's interesting is that he had he filed for divorce like three months ago. And this paperwork drops mm-hmm. right after her pregnancy announcement, which like means that nobody cared or was paying attention until then she announced that she was pregnant. Is that a mm-hmm. good guess? Because it seems like the paperwork was there and no one just looked it up. Am I? I think so. Okay. I think so. She's not hugely famous. And I don't think people are really out here looking at like 
athlete like baseball well that's what like, i was searching it's weird because it's like baseball relationship they announced when they got together and they announced when they were married and they and there that did get news but nobody was like tracking them for the paperwork to see that come up or nobody sent a tip or whatever like that seems strange to me but also they weren't getting much press just as a couple, you know. She was getting press. They got the couple for the they get couple well for Riverdale stuff, right, I guess. Right, but right, right. But as a couple they weren't. Right, cuz she called out Riverdale cuz she was like I'm literally the only cast member getting paid so much less than the other main cast members. So she was complaining about Riverdale because she was like they use me in all the promos, they use me in all yeah. the print ads, they put me front and center whenever the cameras are on, but they don't pay me shit. So they like keeping me as like the tokenized like I'm the black woman, the bisexual woman. So they love having me for that, but they don't pay me well. Yeah. They don't treat me well. Yeah. Um so she called out Riverdale and then her but then she was very clear that like this has nothing to do with the cast members. So she was basically like everyone I work with is on the same page as me in terms of the actors. I love them. They're very supportive of me. They recognize it as well. They're outspoken. But like this is this is a problem at the top. So like all the other Riverdale people were like, yes, Morgan, we stand. Like they they were showing their support. Right, right, for her. right, right. Well, she was talking about she, the greater mechanism of the show, not her coworkers, although they could pull mm -hmm. a friends thing band together and demand the same pay, but you know, I don't oh, know. I think the Riverdale cast could definitely do right, that. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's not fully off of the cast to kind of stand up for her, and they did, but like there are ways to band together and unionize your cast mm -hmm. in a way. Uh, anyway, she says, yeah. um, I'm tired of us also being used as sidekick non dimensional characters to our white leads or only used in the ads for diversity, but not actually in the show. It starts with the media. Yeah. I'm not being quiet anymore. Yeah. Good um, so she got pressed for that on her own. So good for Vanessa Morgan. Also, she got pressed for the gender reveal, which whenever you know that they're no longer together, those photos look entirely different. And it's like, how did, how did I not see that this is the gender reveal for a single parent? <laughs> like, yeah, I guess because she like, is he's a so single parent in those he's photos. He's so forgettable to me because I don't even know who he is. So it wasn't like I didn't even notice he was missing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I do you guess remember his name? It. We just said his name. Do you remember yeah, what his name Michael. is? Michael. Last name. Pitch. Okay, you got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. So that's Vanessa Morgan. She is, she does not need Michael Kopech. Good. Um, moving moving on, on to more relationship news. Good relationship news. We got a divorce. We have good relationship news. This, I had no idea this was going on. And this has been going on for like three years. Mimi Faust, who is a love and hip hop star since day one, who used to be with Stevie J before Stevie J got with Jocelyn God, and then Stevie broke up with Jocelyn. She and got was with Stevie J for like 10 years or something crazy. 100 years. Over God, 10 years because it was like since the 90s. That is putting in the work. That is putting in the work. <laughs> he sucks, right? Like he sucks. He sucks. And also like he sucks and he sucks in a lot of, he sucks in many, 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 many ways. Yeah. Anyway, so... She started dating after, like, a she dated this guy, Nico Smith, for a little bit. But after this period of being single and still being on the show, she started dating a woman named Ty Young, Tamara Young, who is a WNBA star. And I had no idea that these two were dating until they got engaged last week. Ty and I have been talking on and off for a couple of years, but because she travels with her job, the WNBA, our timing just hasn't been quite right. Luckily, the stars have aligned and she's been traded from Chicago to the 
And she has been on the show, apparently. Ty Young has been on the show sometimes, but not all that much because she is, as far as I've read, extremely shy. And they're engaged. And like the picture they took was really funny because it was like she has her the ring on and then the other woman, her hands open and on the hand is written, she said yes. <laughs> as if it's unclear. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's clear. It's clear. <laughs> not to be rude, but it is clear. Like when you hold up a hand with a <laughs> ring on it, it usually means the person said yes or else the photo negates its purpose. I mean, having seen movies where the where the person who was being proposed to says no, they usually don't put that on their finger first. They're like, I can't or I wasn't expecting this. And then the ring never goes on the finger. So we get it. We get it. We get it. But they're in, so they're engaged. Yeah. The stories about them looking back are really funny. It's like. Because I think this shocked a lot of people at the time, because especially if you're dating Stevie J for the entire time that this reality show is on, essentially, and then you date another guy, and then it's like, I've never really dated a woman before, at least publicly, and not only am I dating a woman, I'm dating this, like, younger WNBA player, like, someone who's also famous, but in a completely different way. Yeah. And so, this headline made me laugh. Going strong, Mimi Faust explains her sweet same-sex relationship with Tamara Young. And you click it, and it's not like there's an explanation. It's sort of still treating same-sex relationships as this mysterious thing, where it's like, like oh, it yeah, like- we met and we're in love. I did not realize, I don't know much about the NBA, let alone the WNBA, but I love all these teams. I didn't know any of the teams. Ty Young has played for the Atlanta Dream, mm. the Chicago Sky, mm-hmm. the Shaanxi Flame, the Atlanta Dream again, and then the Las Vegas Aces. I really like this naming strategy because I guess because the WNBA was formed late, they really they came around they came around after the time when it was okay to make like problematic <laughs> sports teams names. It's like, what about the Sky? I would be the Java. <laughs> if I started a basketball team, please. The Javas? Mm-hmm. The the San Antonio the Brooklyn Javas. Javas the San Antonio Javas I don't know why I gave you a San Antonio it just felt like more you know the San Antonio yeah the San Antonio Javas the San Antonio cold brews oh Ooh. the San Antonio cold brews brought <sighs> like sponsored by Dunkin Donuts well whatever you you know just it could be thought. in and out depending on the year okay fine that's a good idea um so you put that's this a in really here good idea. which I didn't know but. The so Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, which is what Mimi, oh, speaking Mimi of reality is on, drama. yes, they're on hiatus. Obviously, a lot of shows mm-hmm. are on hiatus, but they're on hiatus. It kind of depends how close your production is to the airing, which I think theirs is pretty close. You can tell, like mm-hmm. how we record the day before your episodes come out, it's kind of like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Who Weekly like somehow exploded, we'd have nothing in the bank for you. Just FYI, like there'd be no. there'd be <laughs> there's n- nothing in the bank. There's no episodes. <laughs> But it's like, I think that, but you're right. I think that really depends. I'd love to see like a, a chart of yeah. of the time frame between reality show production and reality show filming. Because like, I feel like yeah. the Kardashians it's have long. the longest lead time. Yeah, it's a long lead time. Lead time. Um, yeah, well, they have to really edit the shit out of that to make them have any stories. <laughs> uh, so, oh, the where I was going with this was that she went on a YouTube series called Love Rants and said that when she didn't have enough drama for the show, she had to take a pay cut. How fucked is that? So it was like basically saying, which we already knew, but saying in very concrete terms that producing drama, producing whatever, whether it's real or fake, gets you actual compensation, not just attention, you know? Mm -hmm. She had to take a $150,000 pay cut. 
And she used to be, as we said, we, she was a Stevie J, so it was nonstop drama. Even whenever she was dating, whenever she broke up with Stevie J, and like there were there were ways that they could introduce drama between her and Stevie J and other people back then. But now she's like happy and found a woman that she loves, yeah. and that is not interesting to the producers. And it yeah. says. On my last interview, because, you know, every season we have to go back and talk to the producers, they're like, so what's going on in your life, X, Y, and Z? And I think the second question I was asked was, is Ty cheating on me? Like her current girlfriend. Right. Am I supposed to be fucked up in a bad place being cheated on my whole life? So right. essentially she got a pay cut because her relationship is not toxic. Right. And it may, like, on on a fundamental level, I guess it makes sense, but also, like, that must completely destroy your brain. I mean, it Whenever... makes it makes sense, but it's not something that should be directly monetized. Do you know what I no, mean? Like, no, I no. understand it, but do you see? But it is problematic to say on a reality show. Literally, the m- amount of money you get paid is directly related to how much mm-hmm. how fucked up your life is. And I think there was also this month which we won't get fully into until the story is kind of unfolded but the tamar braxton stuff that just came out had partially to do with a lot of this the discussion of tamar kind of coming after we tv and saying you guys are ruining my life out here by portraying me in a way that is really hurtful and breaking up my relationships not only with my family but with my trying to break me and my boyfriend up and all this stuff and misrepresenting us and it you know, it really caused her a lot of distress. And so that was her speaking out after that. And going right for like the production is definitely saying something. Do you know what I mean? Like right for the, for the, for the channel, for we or for whoever, well, forget what Love and Hip Hop is on. What channel? In both, in both cases, Love and Hip Hop is on VH1, but in both cases, they're mad at Mona Scott Young specifically. So yeah, it's Mona Scott. Tamar has right. big it's, problems with Mona Scott Young. It's both yeah. Mona Scott Young. Because Tamar, for Tamar, apparently said when I'm doing my spinoff, because she got a spinoff that TBD, if it even is airing now, she said I do not want to work with Mona Scott Young. And turns out we got her Mona Scott Young, and she was furious about it. I mean, this is right. really complicated. We will talk about Tamar at another time, but it, I feel like it's one of those things that like we need a yeah. little more information. We do but, need. There's there's still more to come from Tamar, but I do see it being related to this because again, it's mm-hmm. both Mona Scott Young, and there's clearly stuff going on behind the scenes where there is this in. It's just it's reality TV, but it encourages people to have their life ru- have life ruined for the show mm-hmm. in a way, you know. But I wanted to go back. What would you name your team? The Boston what? <laughs> I, want to go, I, want, I already took cold brew. If you want, want to name it the cold brew, I think that's fine. Well, it'd be really great if my team was just called the Boston Dunkers and we just dunk dunk and we also drank <laughs> dunk dunk. And we had a lifetime sponsorship with Duncan and we dunked and we dunked. Think about it. So you but it would be basketball is what is what you would do. You will die. I definitely duh, would. It needs to team. make sense with dunking. You know when you dunk dunk and then you drink dunk dunk? I'm very, very useful on the court. I'm extremely tall. You're not that tall. I dunk. Will I ever play in the NBA? It is decidedly so. So you chose the sport based on its ability to have Dunkin' Donuts. What sport were you asking me to name? Baseball? Any sport. Any sport. Well, it's basketball, okay? And we're dunking and we're dunking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay wait there is what sorry we keep going back and forth the last thing about the Ty Young that i Duncan. wanted to bring up yeah she posted she posted this photo of her and this kid i think it is her niece 
Stevie commented on it, y'all should adopt, which is like very passive aggressive and rude. And so Ty responded, adopt Eva? Yes, I did say I'm like mommy number two. So you're mad at you're mad at me because you left your family years ago and now your baby mama number four and daughter are loved. So oh this is this is Mimi's kid. Yeah. Now your baby mama four and daughter are loved. Be mad if I'm mistreating your daughter, not mad because she's loved and getting the attention she needs as a child. My ovaries work fine, though I'll carry our new baby and Eva will have a sibling in the house. And you can continue to be an Instagram daddy and only spend time with Eva when you have... Stevie J is toxic. Only spend time with Eva when you have to film for TV like you've been doing. And then Stevie responded and got mad. She calls him a st- She calls him an Instagram dad again, but then Jocelyn joined in. Jocelyn joined in and said, and not to mention he hasn't seen Bonnie Bella for a year. Oh my so, God, fucking Bonnie Bella. Remember Bonnie Bella? Oh, wow. Yes. No, Stevie Jocelyn J joined in too. So now Stevie Jocelyn J. is Remember like, Remember when Stevie J went on Wendy and Wendy was like, you are a problem. You're a problem, Stevie <laughs> J. And he was like, Wendy, what do you mean? And um, she was like, I hate you. <laughs> he well, everyone sucks. Hates Stevie. Everyone like, hates Stevie J. Everyone hates Stevie Stevie, so, hold up. Stop. No, you're gonna stop. You asked me to bring you this sandwich. I didn't know we were talking on the phone. You were like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm talking on the phone to you, no, you and said I don't you even like it. Where's Faith? Sandwich. Um, I told you what I like. Sliced thin with red onions. I, I love a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> sliced thin with red onions. And, and. And I got you, I got you, I got you uh, a mink jacket in the back. I don't like. And I got you one for your son too. That I like you. And I got you some diamonds too. Ooh. <laughs> I like diamonds. Meanwhile, Stevie J is still dating Faith Evans. Um, they've, been, they've had a lot of drama this year, but they're still dating, apparently. Mm. They're married? still dating. Married, they're married. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crop. So it'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone it'll just be photo a full that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly, with it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta likes be careful. photos. You got to be You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Speaking of people who are still dating... A&A. What will these two do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-M-A-N-Z-A. Hit girl and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. B-E-N-A-N-A. Let's update their dossier. There was a lot, there was a lot going on with Banana this week. One of those things is that so like movies are still like in complete chaos. Like Tenet's apparently coming out at some point. Yeah. Like one day, like theater's gonna open and Tenet's gonna be there. Tenet is never um, fucking coming no one's out. Gonna I'm go. sorry, no. Like no, because Tenet's coming out. Well, they what they're so scared of with Tenet was that to release it internationally and then people here would steal it, which they're gonna have to do mm-hmm. and just deal with that. So they're doing that, and it's like, oh, it's coming out Memorial Day. Oh, it's never coming out. There's some movie pirate that is listening to this episode that's like, I'm gonna steal it. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I liked this from the Who Weekly Twitter so I could remember it. There was a funny tweet I saw last night from Adam Musa that says, Tenet is the woman in the window for straight people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this isn't a clever observation. I'm just thinking about how much I hate Tenet based on the shitty IMAX prologue trailer and how much I love the woman in the window based on Amy Adams. <laughs> I need the woman in the window. I'm sorry, the secret dare to dream is a rental? And I can't rent the woman in the window? I know. Why is the secret dare to dream a rental? $20. What am I, I'm going to secret that down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying $20 really, for the, the secret, secret dare The to secret dream. dare to dream really should be pay what you wish. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Whenever you click, it's like, how much do you think it is? How much would you like it to be? <laughs> well, that would be a great model for the film industry. Okay, what happened to Banana this week? Bosses behind the upcoming James Bond film. Why are we still talking movies? No time to die. Want actress Anna de Armas to attend the red carpet premiere without Bo Ben Affleck. I have issues with this. One, it's rude. Two, what red carpet premiere, you assholes? <laughs> well, apparently it's coming out on November 20th. No, it's so not. So it'll premiere in the UK on November 20th. No, it's not. Maybe not the United States, but in the UK, there's going to be some sort of event. And everyone's going to be in masks. No, it's in, not. On November 20th. And the rumor is that... The studio heads said, I mean, there's no way this is true, but the rumor is that the studio said, said, Anna, you cannot bring Ben because it's going to take attention away from everything else. And then they want attention. There was, I think it was like they want star- attention. Why wouldn't they want it? Exactly. That's Why wouldn't idiotic. they want it? It's so sorry stupid. not to be the gossip cop, but that's stupid. That's wrong. That's that's false. Yeah, don't know. wants to be a gossip cop. But then Gossip Cop published this too, and they said that the rumor gets more intense than even it seemed that Daniel Craig is the one who banned um, 
Ben Affleck from it, no, not just like didn't. a random producer. No, he didn't. According to Gossip Cop, he did not. Yeah, they I'm said sorry. it's just a rumor that it's not true. Can I just say the pro- the production, the people behind No Time to Die have a lot more to worry about than whether Ben Affleck can come to the party. Can you guys focus? The only problem with having Ben Affleck at a movie premiere is that we know how much Duncan he drank that day and then he'll have to get up and go to the bathroom many times. So we'll have to make sure he gets an aisle seat. Yeah, if you sit him up front, it's like he's just going to be peeing the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. You're so right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just I, I just think the No Time to Die production team needs to worry about their film and not Ben Affleck, okay? Keep his, mm-hmm. keep his name out of your mouth, all right? The movie's done. It's just sitting there. It's funny thinking about movies in a holding pattern like above an airport just circling just circling just circling no time to die and tenant are in like very nice like airbus a320s or whatever i am now i'm just like no seriously think of the visual of no time to die as an airbus a380 a380 uh uh tenant as an airbus a380 and they're just like doing perfect the woman in the window is a helicopter (laughs) the woman in the window is is an helicopter that's like (laughs) (laughs) amy adams in a hot air balloon just fucking floating she can't get down she can't get down she no one knows how to fly this thing Okay. <laughs> she can't get down. She can't get down. The levers don't do anything. It all depends on the wind. It all depends on the wind. Okay. For the listeners who don't know, we got a call on our Patreon line from someone who knows how hot air balloons work was like, actually, you can't control them. There's like levers that turn on the fire, but like for the most part, it all has to do with wind. And it was like, that's mortifying. Speaking of our Patreon, do you know how much fun we're having on our Patreon? If you don't subscribe, <laughs> too much get out of here. You're so, you're making you're a mistake. You're missing out. So, so the other headline, Ana de Armas rocks white jeans and a summary look as she heads out from the Los Angeles home of boyfriend Ben okay, Affleck. Okay. Not super interesting, white but jeans. you know, they're still going to each other's houses. White jeans. Yes. It's after, it's before Labor Day. So it's fine. It's all We're good. Fine. I We're love fine. white jeans. Yeah. Then there's this. Oh my God. Who, what Ana de Armas. So this is from stupid. Women's Health Magazine. <laughs> what Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck's body language says about their relationship. I hate body language experts. Here's oh my God. I hate them. Back when uh, we still get emails from body language experts at Who Weekly sometimes. But back when I was on more press email lists at Jezebel, there they email everyone, the body language experts. They're like, oh, if, if there's some hot new couple and there are some new photos that were released, there's always a body language expert that's like, hi, I'm a body language expert and I can do analysis for your site on the newest photos of X and Y. You know, that happens all the time. But there are some people who take the bait. Yeah, I it's think a good, a good, it's a good strategy. Well, I was gonna it say, works. I think it's a good backup gig for me. It's like becoming a body language expert, just like because you don't need to like, you don't need any qualifications, right? Like you just start emailing. Yeah, and you like, do. I think you need to be a you need to be a um a body language expert, uh, like a communications expert somehow. Well, I'm so- major in communications in college. Like, are these are these people are these people out here with like uh. MFAs or something? She like? is. I mean, Karen Donaldson is a celebrity communication, body language, and confidence coach, and a coach, and a two times two x best selling author and international speaker. So I'm like, are you an international speaker? I mean, I guess I'm an international speaker. All I would need to do is self publish a book called like Celebs and Bodies, like what it means. Like all I would need to do, and like put it on Amazon, self publish, sold to like three people, and then I'm a body language officer expert. I'd buy a copy. Thank you so much. Um. So anyway, Karen Donaldson said. Anna genuinely finds Ben hilarious, and they can tell that because she laughs 
Her laugh, quote, engages her entire face where her eyes are closed and her head is tilted back. This says she's genuinely amused with whatever took place. <laughs> then then there's Anna genuinely, wait, then there's Anna wants an even deeper connection because when they stand side by side, it means that neither controls the relationship and that they're equals. Okay. But there's a photo where Ben's standing slightly ahead of Anna and she pulls him to her with both hands. So that's this desire for deepening their connection. Again, I'm quoting Karen okay. Donaldson here. Then there's also Anna has her guard down with Ben. So even when surrounded by cameras, these two can shut everyone else out. This, says Donaldson, is because neither Ben nor Anna are holding anything back from the other. Okay. And then I love, I love this line. They she was clear, she was quick to point out the angle of their feet. And it says the angle of people's feet reveals what's really on their minds. In case you wanted to know how to reveal what's really on your mind, use your feet. So the feet In are this facing case, each other. Since both Anna and Ben's feet are pointed towards the other, Donaldson knows this is exactly where both of them want to be and exactly where they want what they want what to if be you're doing. Like I mean, legged or something. <laughs> well, the thing about Ben Affleck's feet is that if you put a little line, his feet are always facing a Dunkin' Donuts. Right. A Dunkin' yeah, Donuts. Yeah, that's yeah, it's like a You might have to go like, like 10 miles to hit it but it's always facing the Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) And then it says, Ben's proud to be there for Anna when she needs him to be. And it says, Anna's disconnected from this moment, but still her arm is around Ben and it's telling. Her pulling him closer tells us that she leans on him for for support. Plus a hand in his pocket is a sign of assuredness, meaning he's feeling confident in his role as her support system. So when Mm -hmm. men put their hands in their pockets while they're with women, it means that they're confident in their role as a support system for the woman. The last banana story is that Ben is allegedly buying them land together so they can go on vacation in like the islands um, whenever they want. Well, he's still trying to sell his plantation house. I guess when he sells the plantation house, he'll buy some land. Good luck on selling that in this economy on many levels. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he intends to invest in on in an island paradise for them to escape from time to time, spills the pal. The idea is to have a house built there just for them. It'll have a private dock, a yacht. Okay, this is too specific. All right. Okay, mm-hmm. source. Okay. Is that It'll ba- have a private deck, a yacht, and everything Anna could ever want, and no plantation house. <laughs> Good. Okay, Phoebe Tonkin and Alex Greenwald, two names I don't know that I could put faces on either of those names. Alex Greenwald is somebody who is nor was used to be adjacent to a person we just talked about a few topics ago. We just talked about a lot of people. Mm, okay, well let's let me give you a hint. She has a YouTube channel. Brie Larson. Oh, this is Brie Larson's ex. Yeah, yes, he's yes, in yes. Phantom Planet, okay. aka California. Here we come, and. He used to date Brie Larson for a really long time, mm-hmm. like a really he long larceny. time. He was Larsoning. He was Larson. <laughs> Damn it! And now, remember when they got engaged, and then she was like, "Bye bye." Right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. It, well, they had the typical like relationship where like they clearly were dating when she wasn't famous, and then she was famous, and it was. But clearly the moment a she won the Oscar, he he proposed, and she said yes, and then she was like, "What the fuck am I thinking?" And right. then she started Why am I dating that one this? guy. I'd rather yeah. start a YouTube video, and now I'm dating yes. oh Elijah Butts or whatever. She's still name dating is. that like huh? Yeah, she is. I don't forget his name. He dated like Sharon Stone. No, who did he date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Elijah Allen Blitz. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And he used to date. It was like, it was like, um, it wasn't, it was like Maria Bello or something. Yeah. It was was Maria Bello. It was Maria Bello. Okay. It was? Okay. Yeah. yeah, So now Alex Greenwald 
is dating a woman named Phoebe Tonkin, which sounds like a British person, but I kind of don't know if she's – is she British? It sounds like a – because I saw this on the Daily News first, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. is this just a random British person? She's Australian. Close. She's, an, she's a random Australian person. Got it. Not close. I Sorry, guys. Not close at all. Mm-hmm. But I got it. Hi, I'm Phoebe Tonkin. I'm in New York shooting for Vogue Australia, and this is my – sort of quick morning routine so they're dating he has the brie larson past but she has an even more interesting dating past where she's on the vampire diaries or used to be on the vampire diaries that show's no longer on and she used to date her co-star paul wesley who was a vampire and paul wesley and phoebe tonkin dated for four years and they met after he got a divorce paul wesley from tori devito DeVito, if you remember, was the Chicago med person who dated the other Chicago person who we talked about who was on Mm -hmm. Chicago PD. His name was Jesse Lee Sofer. He was on Chicago PD. She was on Chicago med and they dated it, but they split. Everyone made a huge deal, which was weird. We talked about it. I think the media convinced us that it was important. It truly wasn't. And they split after six months and he was recently spotted or she was recently spotted. This is the most confusing thing we've ever talked about. She was recently spotted with a mystery man kissing in masks, which means very mysterious. And he's wearing Oh, because they went to the poppy field to go. They went to the right. viral poppy but field. But everyone's like, who's okay. this mystery man? And it was. It ended up being Alex Greenwald. Okay. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Well, then who was the mystery man? Not Alex Greenwald. We're talking about Tori Oh, because that was Tori DeVito. Alex okay. Greenwald is dating Phoebe Tonkin, and they just went Instagram official, and they also kissed with masks. Oh, my God. It does go full circle. No, they kiss with masks, but we knew who they were. <laughs> we knew who they were. That is the most confusing segment we've ever done. I think it's the most confusing thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm Meanwhile, sorry. he's promoting his merch, his Phantom Planet merch, by putting it on Phoebe Tonkin. Phoebe Tonkin once was single, but <laughs> but Alex Greenwald filled her gulf. The gulf of Tonkin? Is that <laughs> funny? Is that a thing? The gulf of Tonkin? Yes, it's a thing. Where is the gulf? Where is the gulf of Tonkin? The gulf of Tonkin is like in the South China Sea. Oh. It's like near Vietnam. Oh, there was a gulf, the gulf of, Tonkin of Tonkin incident. incident. Yeah, that's basically the reason that that lbj justified the vietnam war oh no i know yeah that's why i know about the gulf of tonkin but i just like i was like why do i recognize the last name tonkin and it's because of the incident of this this horrible international incident this extremely consequential gulf um also fun fact guess who makes the phantom planet merch that's right. The same company that helps us make our merch. Speaking of our merch, Bobby, oh, did you merch? know that the green I don't know her hats are back in stock? That's great. Did you know? That's good to know. That people I can now go buy the green, the dark green, beautiful, beautiful. I think I'm going to buy a green one. Me too. I think I'm going to buy one too. I don't have a green one. I know it's from us, but you guys don't understand. We don't do any of the stuff with shipping. So we have to just buy them like we're commoners, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy a green one. So FYI, those buy those hats before they sell out because we're going to buy them. So this was everywhere. If if you follow like any sorts of like gay news, like gay news, like can't deal with the fact that these two actors. <laughs> we haven't had we haven't had news like this since the two um, since the two 
what's the musical with the boy who's like, I'm bullied and I have a cast. I'm bullied and I have a what's cast. Oh, dear Evan Hansen. But he's not gay. But the thing about Evan Hansen is that Evan Hansen's straight. We haven't had this type of news since the two Evan Hansons oh, were dating yeah. each other. This a similar story where you have, oh, my God, our two people who played Evan Hansen dating each other. Two Evan Hansons. Now we have our two actors who are cast as brothers on TV dating each other. And the answer is yes. Yes. But it's a British soap opera called Emmerdale. It's like a primetime soap opera that's yeah. been on for like 30 years. They play brothers. And they're brothers. currently playing brothers. They're yeah. pretty young. Um, it's just that like the the internet can't handle it. Two actors two actors on out.com two actors cast as brothers on tv hyphen now they're dating and it says max barker and chris mockery <laughs> met only one time on set but they've been low-key dating ever since and no one can really handle it not because there's anything inherently interesting about either of those people believe me there's not i looked if anything there's something problematic about this one guy because he was arrested for helping someone uh give someone else a date rate drug a drug at a club yeah what like 10 years ago um so and then one of his subplots also i was reading the description i was reading the descriptions of their plots on the on the uh soap opera and oh my their plots are their plots are wild their plots are wild mockery's character lee was a serial rapist who was killed after raping brother luke's love interest even though they played brothers the pair only met on the last day of filming for mockery it might not have been love at first sight but the one meeting was enough to know they had something special okay so after, I'm sorry, after reading that description of plot, it's like not very romantic for me to continue on there. Well, the yeah. thing is that every every photo of them together is like shirtless, like under a waterfall. So it's like, oh my God, they're hot. And they played brothers once, but like he's no longer on the show because he got killed. And also his character was really bad. I wanted to talk about this show, Emmerdale, which has been on forever. And I've never heard of this show, but apparently yeah. it's like, I mean, why would I have yeah. heard of this show? I don't live there. Me but neither. apparently it's been on since 1972. Everyone, it's <gasps> That's this, so long. 1972? Yeah, there are 8,815 episodes of Emmerdale. 8,000? 8, 8, <laughs> there are 8,000. And so I watched a lot of clips of Emmerdale because I was like, I am, I love, like, I love that this show exists. <clears throat> and I watched like this iconic yeah, yeah, episode yeah. where like a plane crashes in the town and like four major cast members die. And the special effects are so bad. The oh, special like effects are so bad. Yeah. So I was like, I want to know, because this is like a classic long-running soap opera, what are the sorts of like incidents that have happened in this tiny town? It's set in a tiny countryside town. Lucky for you, Wikipedia has a list of the major Emmerdale storylines, which include the bush crash, the, pan- the barn fire, the storm. Tom King's kidnap. Tom who King's killed Tom King, so I guess he got killed who after killed that. Who killed Tom King? <laughs> Sugged in house fire. The reason I put that in there, just a <laughs> screenshot of the contents, because each one of those links to like a paragraph explaining the event, yeah. and each of those paragraphs are yeah. absolutely deranged. Yeah. Pick one of them, and I will read you yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. happened. How about the barn? The barn fire number eight. The year two thousand. Andy Sugden set fire to a barn so his adopted dad, Jack, could claim the insurance money. However, he accidentally killed his adoptive mom, Sarah, who was in the barn finishing her no! affair with toy boy Richie Carter. Richie survived and made a brief return no! to the soap in 2007 for the 35th anniversary of Emmerdale when Andy's little sister, Victoria, tracked him down to get answers about their mother's death. This led to Victoria setting fire to a cottage and the truth about the night seven years before coming out. See, this is parentheses, see Sugden House Fire section below. Oh. Sucked, sucked in house fire 2007. Yeah, no, I saw a number 13. <laughs> and caused him to domestically abuse his wife, Joe, on his release in 2008. Isn't that uh, cr- 
well, number 13 and number 14 are both about fire. Well, I know. Sugden House Fire. There's also a Mill Cottage explosion, number 20. So this town is constantly setting their buildings on fire to get insurance money. Yeah, no, it's true. It's like kidnaps, fire, like 10 people death. live here. Typical, 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 typical. Love it. I love it. Seems fun. So really, these two guys who play brothers dating each other could just be a I plot know. on the show because clearly it's like that's just, you know, anything They goes. were brothers and now they're dating each other. In Emmerdale, anything, anything can, can happen. happen. in Emmerdale. As Ellie Goulding said, anything can happen. I think it's all going to work out, do you? Church, bells, white weddings, is that what you think? Yeah, because there's one or two things you don't know about my little wife. Shall I tell him? Shall I? Nice. I think you should go. No, I, can't. I ain't going to go anywhere. I think he's got a right to no, know. Nice. Do you know what my wife did to me? Do you know what my darling, pretty little wife did to me before I went, dear? Hey? Do you, Jack? She tried to kill me. Her and that moron Sean, they trying to bury me. Bury me alive, mate. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, more relationship news? Sorry, this whole episode is relationship news. I realize that. I think we're taking it places, but it, it really, really is, is all relationship news. Kevin McHale accidentally gave his boyfriend Salmonella. <laughs> Kevin McHale, also known as... What was Kevin McHale's name in Glee? It was like Artie. 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 So Kevin McHale played Artie in Glee, and he accidentally gave his boyfriend, Austin McKenzie, they've been together for many years, salmonella by sending him by serving him undercooked chicken sausage unintentionally. And then he got sick and they thought it was COVID, but it was just food poisoning. I know that's kind of embarrassing. You like think you got COVID, but it's just that your boyfriend gave you undercooked chicken sausage. And Austin, who's off Twitter, came back to Twitter, changed his bio to, I left Twitter years ago. I'm back now to monitor my thirsty boyfriend, Kevin McHale, who accidentally gave me salmonella five days ago. What is there to say about either Kevin McHale or his salmonella boyfriend, Austin P. McKenzie? Well, the salmonella boyfriend was actually in a great revival of Spring Awakening by Deaf West. It was uh, an all deaf. He's not deaf, but the cast was mostly deaf and it was an ASL because Austin McKenzie studied oh, ASL he, like, in college. In ASL or yeah. Something. yeah. It's like kind of cool. And then he got into this production, which was an amazing production that it went to Broadway. But the other yikes, the most yikes, the funniest thing that this guy was in and actually which kind of makes him an icon was that Austin B. McKenzie played Conrad Roy in the Lifetime, I think, made for TV movie Conrad and Michelle of Words Could Kill, a.k.a. I Love You, Now Die. It's not that I want you to die, but you aren't living, you're just surviving. I don't want you to live this way, I want you to be happy. I don't want to go to hell. I want Jesus to take me with him and be an angel. Jesus knows you've never done anything wrong. He'll take care of you, babe. You'll be happy and protected in heaven. So he played Conrad Roy, and guess who played Bella Thorne. Michelle? That's right, Bella, Bella Thorne. Thorne. Yes, Bella it was Thorne. Lifetime. Yeah. How did I never watch this movie? I think we both had it like we were ready to watch it and then none of us did. None of us did. To be fair, if you wanted to watch anything about this story, you definitely would be watching I Love You, Now Die. I Love You, Now Die is so fucking depressing. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't need to watch Bella Thorne. But right. But as... do you want because the thing about this Lifetime movie is that they have all the transcripts of the text messages. So they're just reading the text message, the te- you know, these like Ugh. terrible text messages 
out loud essentially and just acting around them which is like even more creepy if you think about it that way versus we're doing a fictionalized version of this story there's not a lot Mm. of guessing in those texts i guess i guess speaking of bella thorne though we haven't in a while selling her house we haven't spoken of bella thorne in so long she fell off like our talk about this person radar for a significant amount of time i think maybe one of the last times we talked about her was when we talked about her disgusting house which is now for sale her disgusting (laughs) disgusting house that's my main bro right there that's the babadook we put him in the bathroom at first behind the door so when you open our bathroom door people open it and they scream and we just wait by the bathroom every time someone asks to use the restroom it's really quite fun but now we've got him out here not so scary much nicer with the glasses on um then i got this this is derek the dinosaur it's awesome we also made this it looked much better before we had 12 cats i wanted it to because i thought it was weird i'm sorry you mean the trippy twins fun house yes the trippy twins fun house because she lives there with her sister right it is funny that she bought this house for 2.1 million or 2.01 million and she's selling it for 2.55 million which implies you know it went up in value a significant amount but what is funny is that she painted the entire thing in same colors and like even the outside she painted so to, so if you bought this house you'd have to pay like fifty thousand dollars to get it to go back to like a normal color you know what i mean unless you kept the colors you'd have to pay the irony of the it going up in disgusting. value is funny because you have to pay so much money to get it go back to normal aka white if that's what you wanted it or a different she color. painted it like pink not magenta it's like a mauve it's like a it's like a it's like an unpleasant pink purple also the other thing was that she wasn't even really using the house like she was renting it out for parties on instagram like she was renting it out and then she was also giving selling tours selling guided tours of the home in a way which Mm -hmm. i thought was weird maybe that was right before she wanted to sell it that was part of it i mean the house has a lot of press but i wouldn't say it has good press it's disgusting looking <laughs> from the outside. Like the color that she chose to paint it really is like no house should be that color. I know. And I don't want it to be like we're not fun, but like this is just not good. Like I love a color, but this is not the color, you know? I'm Bella Thorne and welcome to my crib. The whole house is definitely a canvas in a sense. Everyone kept asking me, what's the pink room? This is the pink room. You probably would need to include in the price of selling, paint, repainting the entire house. Maybe on the first go around, no, because maybe on the first round they think they're going to find like a big, a very rich Bella Thorne fan who's like, I want the house as is. If you are that fan, give me a call. <laughs> I want to know everything there is to know about you if you want this house as is and make have no plans to make changes to it. She has it's major fans, but a... can any of them spend $2.55 million on the, her fun house? We'll see. We is see. there a section on like the realtor.com listing for this that says like, we recommend airing it out for six months? <laughs> like keeping all of the windows open for six months it needs to be aired out i know think of the things that like might be left in this house like what you're gonna it just find seems like, like the under the stinkiest couch. house <laughs> the sense that something has been left out but you don't know what like you're like is that takeout like is it like a fruit in high school we had to do this stupid potluck it was from some like model un thing this awful model un thing and it was like everyone had to bring like some sort of food for the for the country that they were doing the model un for and i brought my 
Well, mine had this, like, I don't remember exactly what my dish was, but, like, it, nothing, when everyone's bringing food, nothing, none of the food got eaten. And so I, like, took my leftovers and put it in my my locker, but I never used my locker. Uh-huh. And so the food just stayed in the locker for, I'm serious, yeah. like, oh, four to six disgusting. months. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. And at the end of the year, we were like, oh, we have to clean out our lockers because oh, it's, like, no. the end of the year. What was in your locker? And I hadn't been in my locker in months, <gasps> and I was with some of my friends, and they were like, what what's in that and i was like oh that's the food from the model un and it smelled so well so, that's like that so so bad. okay wait that's like it's again i'm gonna describe a tiktok that's like that tiktok where it's like the sandwich you left in your locker on march 13th and it's like i am lost i am lost i am lost what's the song called in this shirt yeah uh I'm okay. Lost. okay is it time for rita already can it be time for rita please what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on instagram she's the who queen tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita? It's I know, like, um, I know. It's it's she's back. She's back. We're baby. back. She's back. We are back. Not only is she back, we're she's back. She's on a she's on an international cover of a glossy magazine. Incredible, just she's fully topless. incredible. She's she's on InStyle Mexico. The oh, cover she's not, of InStyle wait, Mexico. Wait, but she you made it amazing. seem like she's not actually topless on the cover. She's topless separately. Oh no, no, no. On the cover of InStyle she's Mexico, she's in like a beautiful sweater. She's wearing a sweater. Yeah, a beautiful sweater. Yeah. My favorite outfit, which is sweaters and shorts. I love sweater and shorts. My favorite outfit. I think the shorts are also Did made you know of that sweater. No, I didn't know that about oh, I you. I love that. But also I love the best the weather in the world is when you can wear shorts and sweater. Well, have you ever made have you ever worn sweater shorts like Rita's wearing? I don't own sweater shorts. I feel like sweater shorts would just get all, you know, there'd be like ass sweat. It would just be really, they would just be oh, disgusting shorts. But she looks amazing. And she's on the cover. They took the photos in Cotswold or whatever. I can like see. She's in her, I, um, I see they, there's some wood. They took the photos in her mansion wood. that she rented. Yeah. I tried to find the full issue online, but it's not. It can, it's only in print. So unfortunately. She also set pulses racing as she ditched her bikini and poses topless. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call this posing. I would call this paparazzi photos in sizzling makeup free selfies. Oh no, she did take selfies. No, these are the ones. These are the selfies. These are... Her Ibiza getaway. So she went, she's already in she's Ibiza. She's cupping her boobs. How is she already in Ibiza? We were, t- oh Rita, God. Rita. I don't approve, but yeah. I mean, she was wandering out with her new boyfriend without she, masks in she's London. She's already so. in Ibiza. I can't deal with this woman. The minute, the minute she leaves Cotswold, she's like, Ibiza? Anyone? I mean, at the very least, at least she probably took some private plane. Like she wasn't infecting many people. I don't know. I'm trying. I shouldn't give her the benefit of the doubt. She captioned her post, sunbathing series starts now. Who else gets bored when sunbathing? <laughs> I have to say, my whole life, I've been alive for many years, have never experienced bored sunbathing. I'm always just like, I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning. Yeah, I've never done that either. I get bored sitting in the tent covered in shade while everyone else is in the water. You know, the one time you've done that. <laughs> sitting in the tent eating egg salad. This is boring. <laughs> egg salad in the tent series starts now. Who else gets bored eating egg salad and Pringles while in the beach tent while everyone's in the That's water? That's why you never returned. To the beach. Celebrities are really, really... Um, it's really funny when celebrities uh, are thirsty for Instagram engagement. 
when, when, when celebrities like, think else? that something is Chime universal in below. and it's just not universal. No, I think being bored while sunbathing could be universal. People do sunbathe. I've heard it could be me, but I've heard that's a thing that people do. It's just mm. funny that she is posing for a selfie nude, hold, cupping her boobs and saying, who gets bored? It's like, is clearly not you. You're busy, you know? <laughs> who gets bored? Also, I think um, even if you're giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying that they really do read the comments, it's like I always feel crazy when a celebrity with two million followers is like, "What's or what are some good podcasts?" I it's know, like, I know. Literally, you're about to get one million responses. I know. Google it. This is not Google an effective it. research thing for you, a celebrity. Right? You're not just asking your friends. Rita also went topless. Rita or exclusive Daily Mail was was in Ibiza too apparently and she went topless as she flaunted her toned curves and cozies up to Beau Roman Govre on the beach in Ibiza so Rita is topless in Ibiza of course with her honestly hot boyfriend he looks pretty good I have to say and mm-hmm. uh, in typical Rita fashion, they got a sense of her boobs. Amazing. The paparazzi topless photos are really funny because they just use these little black boxes to cover the nipples. And she's wearing a black bikini, too. Mm-hmm. So the photos look like a smiley face. See, like the black boxes are the eyes and the bikini bottoms like yes. a smiley face. Yes. Isn't that funny? The Sun wrote, this is a headline, R.I.B.Z.A. Like, oh, R.I.P. Like her song. Get over this song. Stop bringing up this... R.I.P. Biza, Rita Ora poses on board a yacht in Ibiza after the identity of her secret boyfriend was revealed. And that is what Rita is up to. She's on vacation. I don't love that she's on vacation. It would be nice if maybe... And also my thoughts on vacation are if you are this famous and you're going on vacation like publicly, like just don't put it on Instagram. Like don't. Yeah, but she literally can't Don't tell everyone that... She Don't tell everyone that this is okay. Not only is Rita posting on instagram she is definitely calling some people at this point i mean this is like truly they're not like go find rita aura they're like oh we got a call from rita aura she's gonna be in ibiza can we get one of our guys i mean come on come on and then one of the guys is like thank god i've like needed this work yeah, for a while truly truly guaranteed sale okay she will single-handedly she will single-handedly restart the british economy i know she's pro- she's propping them up <laughs> propping them up on her topless back does that make sense because she's not wearing a bikini yeah. top get it okay okay we're done thank you for listening to another episode of who weekly call in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns for our friday episode who's there Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes and a whole lot of other stuff that we're about to plan out. We're going to do other extra stuff. Um, some so live stuff. events. We got so much stuff going on. More commentaries. We got good stuff we're coming We're just going to add more. Why not? And then what else? Oh, yeah. If you want to buy that hat, the hats go to our website. Um, and I think Oh, yeah. Our hats are for sale. It. Go to our website. Check out our hats, green hats. I don't know her hats. For sale back in stock. And if you want to buy Bella Thorne's mansion, you can do that too. It's also for sale. $2.5 million. Let us know if you buy it. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, And yeah. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. 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 What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to all about the number one who Lindsay Bobby tell us now 
What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. <laughs>